if you're watching this and you want someone to give you kids she was badder than bad What, have we started? Yeah. Thanks, oh, man. Oh, right. Yes, people. Welcome. 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 <laughs> Jeez, man. After a whole year of planning, grinding, f these shenanigans, blood, sweat, and tears, all-nighters, we're finally here, man. We're finally here. So, um, yeah, man. After 365 days of this, I've, uh, I'm finally excited to say one thing that I've always wanted to say. Welcome. To the JR2 show, man. Yeah. Yes. Hey, come on, come on, come on. But yeah, man. You know. Um, so what series one's meant to bring to you is um very simple. Um some clown behaviour from me. Yo, Keaton, describe me in one word. Alright, so he's put on the spot. See, that's how I feel right now. And then I'm going to have to bring some inspirational messages to some of you people out here because I feel like the people that I'm bringing on series one are very important people. Some people that mean a lot to me, but also people that um, have a lot to say for people from my community. Um, but get, let's get straight into it, man. So series one, episode one, I got someone very important and very special. Not only was he a CBBC presenter, that in it. It's not even a CBBC presenter. He was a actor, bro. There you go. Um, not only um, is he a DJ, not only is he a graphic designer, and not only, only, only has he won a BAFTA award. I feel like your LinkedIn profile, man. Honestly, <laughs> I can't even lie, fam. Hey, anyone needs jobs? Shout him in it, bro. I don't even have a LinkedIn profile. Oh, uh, see, this is what I mean. But I man him in the studio. I got a man him in the studio today, man. Please make some noise for Nick James, a.k.a. Hank Zipsar. <laughs> yes, Nick, what's going on? Thank you for having me, bro. I know that. I'm not going to Yes. Nick. Yo. What's going on, man? Because I thought yeah, these people were bringing me a Tamil person, but they brought me a Caucasian person. There you go. So what's going on? Tell me, what's going on? How are you, man? I don't know, man. I'm all right. I'm living life. I mean, I think everyone's just trying to get by at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's a tough period right now. And to be honest with you, it's one of those things where we just got to get by and see what happens, isn't it? Exactly that, bro. But listen, let me get cracking with the show. Okay. As you know... First, per first person on my show. So I like, you know, I've known you for I, many years. I've not I, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm not special enough to be the first person. No, 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 don't show. say that. You don't know admit. who else is on my series, blood. So I don't know. <laughs> but let's not push it, man. But I right, listen. I've known you for almost a decade, and one thing that's very, very important to me is um, trainers. So my first part of the show is crap check, bruv. So I didn't realize this was part of a thing where bro, I had to like, brother, you need to know something. We love our crepes. Me and my family, me and my Amanda, we love our crepes. So I'm gonna have to ask you. Camera two is pointing directly <coughs> right at you. I need you to take your crepes off and show. Oh, rascal! Right, there you go. Uh, Nike Air Force One Jewel in. I think it's like tan. I bought them second hand for thirty five pound on eBay. Brother, yeah. what? I never buy my clothes brand new, ever. <laughs> uh, brother, let me see them crepes again. Let me see them crepes again. Well, they're nice. Fam, the they're, they're looking a bit dusty now. They're yeah, the amount in. of creases on that is peak, Oh my you know? God, allow it, bro. Fam, they're not, they're not they've even become Nikes. comfortable they're now. Not even, they're not even Nikes. They're Nikes. They're Nikes. You see them crepes right there? They need vitamin C, vitamin <laughs> D, a COVID vaccination. I don't know what else to bring them back to life. Botox. Yeah, all of that, man. But... You know what, I've got to give it to you, man. There you go. But like right. I said, I've known you for a long time. And because I've known you for a long time, I've got a gift for you. Now, the gift that I've got for oh, you, and hell. I know I know, we like to have our jokes and I know like, we like to have our bants and whatever, but this 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 gift is, is very important to me. The reason it's important to me is because I feel like you've always supported me and you've always helped me whatever part of my life. Whenever I've messaged you or whenever I've called you, from a, from 
from when I was young, I've always known you for almost a decade, like I said. And when you was a CBBC actor, my cousins looked up to you. You get me? Mm. My little cousins looked up to you. So, Sahana Jerish, shout out for you, man. But, um, yeah, my little cousins always looked up to you. So, when I used to FaceTime you and that, and you and 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 you used to speak to them, it meant a lot to me. They've Thank actually you, got man. a gift for you. So, and this gift, a lot of people want in their life. Like, a lot of people have been wanting one of these for the life. Some people might already have one of these. Some people might not. Is it... Is it a house? <laughs> I mean, brother, I wish I was on the, I was, I wish I was on the property ladder too, but yeah, unfortunately, bro, but, I but like I said, a lot of people are you would gonna, want one. You're of gonna these. try and push it over to me. Yeah, yeah I want to do one of them reach. things where they do this. All right, all right, all right. Three, all right. two, one, go. Bro, it's almost like bowling with the amount of Budweisers <laughs> oh, yeah, that I've got right, there. Right. So like, before you open it, I want to say, okay. Lo- like I said, you, you know I like, I like the packaging by the way. Thanks, Thank man. you for that. I got the bag from Asda. <laughs> um, I want the bag back though because <laughs> the gift back is reusable. So when is my brother's birthday? Save soon? the environment, bro. Yeah. That's so when is my way. brother soon? Right here, his brother's coming up. His birthday's coming up soon. I want to reuse that bag. <laughs> so at the end of the show, give me the bag, yeah. Can you imagine? You ain't getting a car. You ain't getting a car. I don't even have a car. But like Nando's I said, Nando's black card. That's what I mean. But he's. You mean very. You mean a lot to me. So a lot of people in my life have always wanted one of these, whether it's from family, whether it's from friends. Some people have it now. Some people don't. What is this gonna be? Is this a piss? But like I said, go, go for it, man. I, right, I want man. you to open it up, and I want you to show camera two directly down the camera what it is. Do I have to undo this? You gotta do mad everything phone. you need to do. I need to show the camera because a lot of people be like, "Wow, Josh got the hang wow. zips done one of these things," but. You know how I am, man. I'm if a big man. If it's, if it's AirPods, I'll be quite gassed. It's not AirPods. One of my brothers in the studio said, what am I getting? <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know what I'm getting. <laughs> Make sure you show camera two what you're getting here. Your camera two oh is right there. Oh my God, it's that fuck. It's yeah, nah, 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 you don't know what it is, bruv. I want you to open it up and I want you to show people what it is. <laughs> it's a f***ing mutton roll, brother. It's, this a, it's is, mutton. Yeah, this is number one. I don't know. What do you call it? Savory? Shoe eats. So this. So this. Andy, hungry. So this. That's it. So this. Yes. Shoot eats. Say it. Say it. Shoot this. There we go. Close enough. Yes. I want you to try this live all, fam. It's not warm, bruv. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. I can't. I can't lie. I packed this at 11 a.m. in the morning. That's nice, bruv. Is that nice? Lie. That's serious. Yes, get it. The thing is, though, I'm gonna be finishing this. Yeah, don't worry. I got more, bruv. I'm gonna have like a, like a bit of food, like constantly there. The reason I got you this is in our culture, we got something. Well, me and the mandem, and this is something that we do. Oh we like God, to have a no. good drink. I know you got your Budweiser in front of you. Unfortunately, I got my coffee because um, caffeine is very important for me. Um, so what we usually like to do, and I would like you to reciprocate this, is we usually like to have a drink in one hand and a mutton in one hand, and we usually like to sing. I don't know the rest of the lyrics, to be fair. There we go. There you go. The know about it. You do not have a drink in one hand and a... We do, we do. But listen, Sahi Siva, if you're watching this, I need you on my show. I need to show the people how we do it, man. Who's that? Sahi Siva is the person who actually, I wouldn't say he made this song, but he killed this song. So shout out camera two and say, Sahi Siva, I need you on Josh's show. Sahi Siva, I need you on Josh's show. Chase, you get me? I need one of these because they're long. Yeah, there we go, man. His his mum probably makes them to be fair, so I'm going to have to give it to him. (laughs) But that's just how it is, brother. I, I, Do you I, make them? No, no, no. My mum made them. Oh. Shout out my mum as well. That's your mum. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Josh's mum. Yeah, there we go, man. They're shout delicious. Out, shout out my mum, man. But all the jokes aside now, I want to get part to the show called Nostalgia. Okay. So Nostalgia is basically what we remember from our childhood. And oh, as, as people know, as you lot are watching, you was a CBBC actor. And the thing with CBBC is, me and my brothers used to watch CBBC religiously. You see, we used to finish school at 3.15. We used to come home and we used to watch it religiously. Like, I mean religiously. Um, you know what? I might have told you this. Who is my favourite CBBC, like, show, person, actor? That's not me. No, 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 because you was past my era. Um, my Trace, era Tracy Beaker. Chase! Tracy Beaker. Tracy Beaker. You see, Tracy Beaker, original badders. 
Yeah. What's her name again? Danny um, Harmon. Danny Harmon. Have you met her? Dan- no, I, no I, don't, I actually don't. I don't think so. I, would don't, you, would, I don't believe would, I have. Would you like to have kids with her? <laughs> uh, would I like? Would I like to? I, I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd object to it profusely. Exactly. exactly. But I don't think she'd be because at the top of my list. Because you see what I mean by original badders, yeah. What I mean by original badders is the word badders came when we were like in school times. But she was the era of two thousand two to two thousand six. That was her era. Uh huh. She was badder than bad. Do you know well, what I mean? She was rude. She was. That's badders though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That is the meaning of badders. I don't know why he's laughing because I'm going to pull him out in a minute. Yeah? <laughs> so where, 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 I, I, people that are watching right now, all, my audio listeners, I got, I got a brother called, <laughs> I got a really close G called Keaton in my room, yeah, and he's laughing at the word badders. But listen to this, we're going to bring it back to nostalgia. So I'm talking people like Tracy B. Carr, Justine Littlewood. That's the one Keaton would like to marry, but unfortunately he's got a gal, so he can't. And then we got no. people like we got people like remember like Cam Lawson. Did you watch? Did you watch Tracy Beaker? I didn't like. I didn't like Tracy. I, I can't. I didn't like Tracy Beaker when I was growing up. Yeah, I don't. I, don't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it, and as well, my mum. My mum was always. She was like, "Oh, she's so bloody rude," and I'd be like, "Yeah, she slightly is." And I never. No, I never really enjoyed it too much. No, see, Tracy Beaker. Like I said, she was the original baddest. But I used to go to school thinking I was a bad man, and I used to tell my teacher to bog off. Do you know them ones there? You know when you, you know start getting lippy and saying "bog off" yeah, when you're in year yeah, seven, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's real. And then we're pulling it back. We're pulling it back to like Elaine the Pain. <laughs> yeah. And remember the two brothers? They actually remind me of my two brothers called Keaton and AJ. And they were LOL and Bouncer. Remember them? Oh, Bouncer. Remember Bouncer? The Bouncer was the big brother. Oh, the big dumb. <laughs> <laughs> were they were your friends? Yeah. Right, but one thing I'm going to say, I want to I wanna eat this to Josh's mum. I really want to eat this. But if I keep on chewing this, I'm going to like a... An idiot. So no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna eat it. I promise you, it's delicious. Thank you for the mutton roll. Yeah, but like, but wrapped in tissue. Okay. It's all right. It's not. No, no, no disrespect. Violate my thing enough. You're gonna violate my. No, 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 no. Go, go, There's go. no disrespect. There's no disrespect. So, lol, bouncer. Then I remember Duke. Remember Duke, the chef and that, the black guy. He was thirty, man. Yeah, uh, was it Roxy? <laughs> Roxy. No, no, I'm bringing into that man. See them. Man, them always oh, talking, Roxy bro. was the one that was like, Whoa! Yeah, no, no, the yeah, little yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then we're yeah. talking Crash, my brother Crash, and then Louise, Marco, and the Wellards. Remember the Wellards? You don't mind remember the Wellards? Remember like um, Roxy, Rio, Chantel? Oh, you man don't remember yeah, the Wellards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember the Wellards? Yeah. Yeah. Back in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, my brother back in India. He, 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 the biggest thing in India. Yeah, man, that's what I mean. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to tell you a fun fact about the Wellards. I knew this when I was young, but you know why they were called the Wellards? Because they were actually stepbrothers and sisters. They all had the same mother, but they had different baby fathers. Did you know that? Okay, no. That's why Chantel was like, she was like brown, wasn't she? She was. I don't know what colour she was, but she was like brown. But you see Tracy Beaker. <laughs> She meant everything to me, man. Like, I'm telling you, I used to come home with my brothers and we used to religiously watch that at, like, five o'clock. I remember, we used to slap on at five o'clock and then we used to watch that for half an hour straight and that was just vibes for me, man. So, Danny Harmer, if you're watching this and you want someone to give you kids... Does she not have kids? She doesn't... Uh, Wait, I swear she does. Does, does, Basically, does she have a man? I swear she has a man and a baby. I, I don't know what she has, but after her last show, I don't even want her right now, man, because her last episodes were dead. Did you watch them? I, I, I did. I did. I did. I, I did. I watched, I watched a couple of seconds. and You know why I was... Obviously, you worked with the BBC, so I don't really want to say anything disrespectful. The only thing that I want to say is that they make my mum pay £12 a month for TV licence, and I think that's disrespectful <laughs> because we don't even have a TV in my gaff. It's one of them ones now, man. But like the, the 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 last episodes that we had, uh, I, I wasn't very, yeah, man. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was. CBBC is 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 hit and miss at best. Yeah, I, mean, I know, man. Know, Trust at, me, it's look peak. at me. I'm always a bit hit and miss. So no, there no, no, you no. Go. So we're gonna get onto that. So I've known you, like I said, I've known you, and you've always been the Hank Zipser to me. You've always been Hank Zipser. Um, but tell me, tell me how, do, how tell me how you came up to being Hank Zipser. Because I remember you running around in school and I used to bully you around. Remember that? No. Okay. So, <laughs> I never bullied you around. You was actually my best friend. But we used to be G's back in school. We yes. still are. 
and over like 10 years now, man, almost over 10 years. And tell me, man, like, how did you get to be in Hands How did it start? How did it, how did you, where the support came from, who you met, what school you went? Just, yeah, X, Y, and Z, man. Tell me, tell me, chat to me. So, you know, when you're a little one and it's summer holidays and your mum wants you out of the house. Yeah, yeah, I know them. And you're just bugging her too much. So my mum put me and my brother in like a week-long drama course called LCN. And it was like drama and games and sport and whatever. Um, And at the end, there's a showcase and you had to do a performance. And I got scouted when I did the performance for whatever reason. Bro, scouted like a footballer. Like, like, Like that. So yeah. it was a guy, the guy, the guy who scouted me was from Billy Elliot on the West End. And he said he should go for an audition there. Right. And yeah. bear in mind, the people that go to Billy auditions are literally grade eight, this grade eight, that I'm there, like literally like, mm-hmm, this is fun. Yeah. Like no idea what I'm doing. And then when I was there, then I got scouted by someone else. I started training. I started getting jobs in theatre. I started getting more jobs in TV. And then by what was it? 12 or 13. I had Hank Zipsaw. You had your own show by 12 or 13. Yeah. Brother. I couldn't even watch my bum at that age. Bro. <laughs> and you had your own, do, you yeah. know, do you know why this is inspirational for me? And I think this is the important part of um, why I did this um, podcast. The reason I do this is because there's a lot of people in my community. I'm, I'm, I'm from a, a, a Sri Lankan Tamil background. And there's a lot of people in my community who want to be like you, who see your idols. My little cousins, remember, mm. I used to FaceTime you. And they used to be like, raw, your boy is hanging But I'm like to them, they might be good at acting, but we don't know. And they could have been like you. And I think the thing with me is, and the thing that I've realized as I've grown older, is that in our culture, we just want to do education, which I understand. Parents out there, I understand that they want to do co- they want to do the education. But for me, I think it's, you know, your child might enjoy this. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, um, for me, it's just, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Where we have to, we have to try and support the cause and tell kids that, it's okay. It's okay to do what you enjoy. Because clearly... Fully. Did you enjoy it? <sighs> yes. Yeah, I did. I did I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. But I must say that I, I think I was too... I think I was too young to realise really what I was doing to the complete level. Yeah. But yes, the, the narrative that you're speaking about, should kids... <laughs> should kids be... <laughs> that made me fucking crazy. And I just spilt my coffee on you. Uh, like that's gonna stain. Yeah, um, uh, the the narrative that you're speaking about that kids should be able to do exactly what they want to do is completely true. I mean, I can't lie. My parents, uh, like I did, I did well in school. My parents always pushed me academically because they knew I could do well. Mm. But then they saw that I had the ability to to act and to perform and whatever, and they were like, "Well, go for it." Yeah. And they were always there for me, and and I I really appreciate that from them. Um, but yeah, of course, every every kid should be able to do exactly what they want to do. Especially in this life when we're, you know, like, why have we got to be forced to be a certain person when we're like, we can't even go outside and meet a friend at the moment? Yeah, I know. This is what I mean. And I think in the Asian community, I'm, 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 I'm generalizing as a whole as the Asian community, we're asked to be the standard doctors, lawyers, you know, engineers. But over the years, especially people, kids, well, I say kids now, but people my age, I've seen them enjoy what they do mm. there's a lot more musicians there's a lot more artists there's a lot more actors there's a lot more people who like what they do and put their happiness first do you get it obviously i can't i can't speak on that because i'm not sri lankan tamil am i yeah, so yeah, I, so yeah. i can't i can't well, speak on that I can't, like I, can't, I can't speak on that behalf but yeah I, I do think there is definitely much more of an acceptance to creative things yeah i think creative things were downtrodden in the past and would just seem seem like a waste of time and seem as something that people shouldn't bother doing because you're never going to get there but i don't know i think i think everyone's being especially you know in london we're privileged to be in london not not in the sticks in the uk we're we're in london we're surrounded by culture we're surrounded by creativity surrounded by people and inspiration and to be able to be in a place like this is the perfect place to be able to no, 100%. No, Figure out what you want to do creatively, basically. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened to me. I was just lucky. I just fell into it. Um, and I think this is one for the for the parents to listen to. But how did your parents support your come up to becoming Hank Zipser? Because you're known as Hank Zipser. I think a lot of people know you as Hank Zipser. And mm. I think that's, 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 that's sick, man. I just exploded everywhere. Yeah, I know. That's, that's unfortunate. 
Um, how did my parents react? So when you when you got scouted and you got scouted again and then you're I think my parents just to put it simply, I think my parents were just gassed. Yeah. And I think they were like, what? They, you know, sorry for my bad language. And they're just like, what the f is going on? Like, mm-hmm. why, why is why is our son getting this kind of love, getting this kind of attention in in this way from people saying he could be something, he could be something. And I think they were just happy for me. I think they were just happy for me. You know, I was bright in school. I was always doing well, but they were like, rah, this is something, this is really different to what other kids are doing. And they were like, you should just go for it. Yeah. And I did. And then obviously that was, you know, I'm talking about when I was nine. I was, it was nine when I was, I, when I was nine years old was when I had my first role, nine on the West End, on the snowman. And like, it's just, yeah, they were always there for me. They're always very proud of me. And they made me feel very good about what I was doing. But I must admit, I do think I was a bit, it was a bit too early. But they, my parents have always had the best intentions for me. Yeah. What, what, what do you mean by early? Like early for you? I think having, especially exposure from TV at a young age, I think, I think it just, it's just, I think it's tough on someone's mental health. And especially in these times when we are realizing our, the problems with our mental health and mental health is a topic in conversation yeah. in the general public a lot more, yeah. especially more prevalent with our generation yeah. who've got all the kind of social media troubles, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think for, for me, it was, it, was, it was too early. If I could have gone into it later on in life, I think I would have preferred to have done it that way. But you know, now, luckily, I'm in a position where I have like an insanely good acting CV from when I was nine to 16 mm. and a BAFTA. Like whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. The BAFTA. The BAFTA. I don't care about anything else. You see the camera right here, camera one. I'm gonna tell you live old TT to your face. You see him right there. How old were you when you won the BAFTA? Fifteen. I was watching this BAFTA. He was wearing a white O neck. Yeah. Looked like prime marketing. He was wearing. Nah, a- bruv, you're changing. I, I was I, uh, wait, where was that? No, maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's was, maybe that was the other time because I got nominated. No, no, no. Again. I'm talking about the one with the one Doc, I won. No, I'm talking I won. about the one with Doc Brown. That one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. I don't, I don't know see, what I was wearing. This is another thing here. The man like to call me out, but I know my facts. So you were wearing a white O-neck tin and a black blazer, and you had yeah, yeah, bur- yeah. and you had burgundy hair. You know, like the British passports, burgundy yeah. color. See, see, the man them don't know about the British passports because that man came in a lorry. You see my brother over here, Keaton? He came in a microwave. <laughs> he came oh. in a microwave. You know what I mean? He came in a microwave. So, the only person I want to shout out for the microwave behavior is Samsung Fitness. That's his PT. Yeah. His PT is called Samsung Fitness. He shouts out his PT more than he shouts out any of his family. So, <laughs> Keaton, you need to change that. Because I don't like Look, the man in the studio. All you man is scrolling these mutton rolls, brother. Yeah, the I'm mutton just, rolls I'm coming around to honestly, you, man. Honestly, brother, I'm, j- I'm so jealous. Sorry, but like continue, I said, continue. you used to have the burgundy hair. And you oh, went up, man, the hair. And you went up. And now you're looking like you just came out of prison or something. Yeah, shit, yeah, 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 I know. But th- to be fair, that's, that's something that that's something I do want to talk about with the hair. So I, I, had, this, I had this hair when I was on the show. And it was, it was like, you know, I had longish hair, probably came down to there and it was long and whatever. Anyway, but they put so much, bless, uh, no disrespect, the, the, any of the makeup ladies or the hair ladies, if you're watching this, I love you all and you treated me with so much respect, so much love and I've got love for you, so thank you. But they, honestly, when you are that, when you're that age and you're the main character and you're being touched and prodded and pulled all day, did, 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 with your hair and your face and makeup, makeup, makeup. Honestly, bruv, it drives you insane. It literally drives you insane. And like sometimes, no, bruv, I really want to eat it, but I just can't chew on camera. It's just not going to happen. Um, but like it just, it drove me around the bend. And then I ended up, um, I ended up shaving my hair um, for cancer research. I raised a couple thousand pounds for cancer research. Um, and then I kind of kept it because it took me away from being Hank Zipser. Yeah. Because I was no longer, I could no longer be identified as Hank Zipser anymore, and I hated being identified as Hank Zipser. And then when I when I shaved my head, I became a new person, and no one recognised me. I was just a fella with two eyebrows, and and I wasn't the guy with the. I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Literally, bruv, I've got more hair. <laughs> I've got more hair in my eyebrows than I do in my. 
flat. Should I tell you when I first saw you, yeah, your eyebrows were looking like a mother lead, brother. Bruv, your honestly, honestly. When you first saw me in general, yeah, what, years ago, time. yeah. Oh, bruv, honestly, they're just—they're huge, bruv. They're huge. I, I genuinely think there's probably more millimeters of hair here than there is on my entire scalp. But yeah, being a bit like I was—I was it when I—I I just got—I I just the problem is when you when you do a, a part like that, and when you're so committed to a part with so many seasons. You, you get a kind of like typecast, you know, and you become that character. People don't realise, the young people don't realise that I am a person. I'm a person. I'm Nick. I'm playing Hank. I'm not Hank. I still get people on Instagram saying, it's Hank. No, it's not f***ing Hank. It's Nick. Do you know what I mean? So like, do, you, do, you, do you think, on, on a scale now, this might be a, a sensitive topic, but do you think that it took a toll on your mental health? On oh, bruv, massively, massively. And that's why I say it's about the age thing. It's because you, no no one understands what that's like. You know, you're, you're not at that age. You're not equipped to be able to deal with that. I don't even think if you become famous out of nowhere in your 40s, you'd be equipped to understand what that feels like. It's difficult. And for me, it's not as if I was, you know, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, like people, you know, or Johnny Depp in the street. Oh my God, everyone knows. But it's for, for the demographic that was I was being shown to, it was, you know, particularly like when when I was back in school, you know, 12, 13 year old girls and boys. And it wouldn't be a thing if they'd come up and they'd bother me, but it would just be staring. Mm. And there's this stare that I would recognize that I knew they knew was who I was. Because they're too what? scared. They're too yeah. scared to come up to you and ask because yeah, I was yeah. older and they obviously they're intimidated by it. But, you know, they whisper, they go, they'd spot you. They look away. They whisper to their friend. They both look. They, you know what I mean? It just, you, you get used to it. It's just awful. It was awful, bro. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. And, and then, then the hair happened and then no one knew so, who I was so, anymore. So overall, like I said, it affected your mental health. 100%. But more of a problem that I feel like is a conversation of topic in you know, currently, obviously, been in COVID, most people are stuck at home, mm. inside the same four walls, inside the same gaff, X, Y, Z. Um, obviously, unless you're a key worker, you're going out. But I feel like a lot of people have been affected and I've heard a lot of stories where people's mental health have been affected to a fault. Now, obviously, you're... Is it okay? I, I presume it's okay for me to say that your mental health was affected when you was an actor or, or with the fame. Yeah. But the question is... Were you supported by, I don't know, certain people? Did you tell anyone or things? Because I think this is very important. The reason I why I say this is important is because there's a lot of people out there who are watching this, who have been going through things via mental health, who don't tell anyone. And I can understand why they don't tell anyone. But Especially blokes. Yes. Especially yes. us men. Yes. Because it's, it's more difficult for men. Way more difficult for men. For whatever reason, yes. we're sh talking to our mates. But yeah. I think, I think it's one of those things where we, we're all a community. We're all one. Do you get it? Like everyone in this studio right now, all, 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 all of us, all the mandem, you, everyone, we're all one. We're all united together. Do you get it? Mm. So it doesn't, I know it's hard for some of us to say, and I think it's, and I do understand why people don't, but I think it's something that we, we, we need to be able to take the courage to you know, whether it's to take, give hints or speak to someone about mental health. I think even, I think even now I'm still, I think now, now that I've been away from it for so long and I've been apart from acting and trying to act, you know, I'm off my agency, shout out DMB, thank you for everything. Um, now that I'm like away from that, I'm starting to slowly process, rah, that was mad. That was mad. And people go, oh Nick, that's so cool. And I'm like, I don't see it as cool. I just I just look back on it and I'm like, that was such an odd like period in my time. And don't get it twisted. Everyone that I work with, everyone that I work with treated me with so much respect. So much respect. Whether it be the rest of the cast, whether it be the crew, always got love for the crew. That man are always the safe, safest people. Whether it be production, um, the directors, Matt Bloom, he's still my one of my best friends today. I speak to him every week. We check on each other. I check on this guy all the time. The producers, Ali, got love for Ali too. Honestly, I, I've, I've made so many good connections there and so many good friends, but it's still just, it's just too much. It's too much to put on someone's brain. It's too much. Honestly, I, I don't think I can really explain it to you because I can't even really explain it to myself. Mm. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what it is that, that, that hurt my head, but it did. And maybe it was the pressure of being the, the main part 
Maybe it was the fame. Maybe it was losing my summer holidays because I worked in summer holidays. I don't know, man, but it, it, it did what it did. But I don't regret it. And I'm proud of it. And I'm learning to become proud of myself for what I've done. No. So I've always shut it in a little closet. Just go, no, yeah, yeah. I've hanged it, so that's not me. I'm this shaved-headed whatever I am now, you know? <laughs> I'm just this I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. But I'm, no, I'm no, learning to accept who I was before. And, you know, I just want to... It would be nice to see fans of Hank Zipser realising... Okay, he's Nick now. Yeah. You know, right, you know, it's difficult. Someone like like Harry Potter, yeah. I tried to watch the I tried to watch a film called Jungle the other day. And Dan, Dan, Daniel the... Radcliffe is oh, the main character. Yeah. I'm like, but it's you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to detach characters away from actors. Yeah. And that's obviously not the same thing, Harry Potter and Hank Zipser, but you get the thing. It's no, I think no, sometimes course, it's difficult. Course, I think that's very important. But I think one thing you gotta take into consideration, and a lot of people don't consider this as you, but you're a BAFTA award winner, you know? <laughs> so that means I was watching you when I was a young dude. Obviously, at these times, I didn't, I haven't even hit puberty, bruv. Like, it's, <laughs> it's there was not even, there was not even one. Nah, it's not true, even bro. one. And I, was watching, <laughs> and I was watching you go up on stage of, of, of my, as my brother and I, and I saw you and then I forgot the lady that was saying who was, do you remember? <laughs> Who's the uh, lady that presented you as the winner? You don't even know, man. I, remember, I, don't, I don't know, but I think it was a boy and a, I think she was Leng, though. I think she was... Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, she yeah, was, yeah. Of I course think she was Leng, man. All the BBC actors. I think she was... I, if any of you are single and you're like a dark-skinned Tamil gal, gal? Ah, <laughs> 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 no. Josh, bro. That's hilarious. A Tamil gal. But... Dark-skinned Tamil gal. But if you like a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get violated on my own show, man. Bro, that is just reels. That is just perfect. I oh am gonna get my, my own show. But hey, obviously, if you're any looking for a, a dark skinned Tamil guy, guy, yeah, then shout just, me just, in. Just to clarify, I'm a man. Yeah, just yeah, to I'm clarify. A, I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify in other ways. But um, <laughs> but when you went up to win that BAFTA, for me, it was something like you was coming up against people like Mr. Tumnus. Now, the man in the studio know about Mr. Tumnus. You see, Mr. Tumble. Not Tumnus. That's from. Narnia. He wrapped it, bruv. But I, yes, Mr. I, Tumble. I've, Mr. Had, Tumble. I've had two howlers in two minutes. You know what I am? I'm a p bruv. <laughs> You're a donut. But, yeah, That's it, but you came up with against Mr. Tumble. Now you see Mr. Tumble. He's an OG. But he he literally could line his house with BAFTAs. He's yeah. won that many. The, the guy, oh, the, guy, the, guy the guy the guy's won so many. Has but this is the thing, I remember when because I didn't know I didn't really know who the no, nominations no, 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 were, bruv. How many BAFTAs has he won? I d I don't know, but it's it's in the it's in the, the, the you know in the double digits. Yeah. he's won he's won I think he's won a lot of BAFTAs, bruv. He's won a ton of them. He's won a ton of them. Because he's done loads for children's television, bruv. Yeah, he's done yeah, loads yeah. for it. I remember I remember um I can't, I can't remember. Honestly, I don't, my, my memory of all of the acting phase is so, it's so pieced apart, but I remember being there, heart pumping, like, like, what is this? And yeah, my parents going to me, Nick, you've been nominated, that's fantastic. And being like, if you don't win, that's still amazing. And me yeah. being like, yeah, this is amazing. Had a lovely meal, it was all right. I saw, my, my category came up, best performer. And these four people came, it was Mr. Tumble, it was another dude and a girl, and this girl's performance, I'm not sure what show she was in, I'm not sure what her name is, but it was incredible. She was crying, it was a proper, it looked like something out of a film, and I was like, oh, f I'm never winning this, am I? You know what I mean? Because I was up against some, I was like, yeah, I'm never winning this. It was some, someone from Horrible Histories. Yeah, it was the that girl, from, girl, it was that the girl, girl from Horrible Histories with the one buck tooth gone. No, 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 it wasn't a girl. The girl was from some, like, I don't know, I think it was Wolf Blood or something like that. I, d I, don't, I don't know what it was, but yeah. I didn't really watch any of that. Um, it, her performance was incredible. And I look at these people and I'm like, I'm nothing compared to them. I'm never going to win this. Mm. And they said it, bruv, honestly. It's just, it's just like, it's just, you don't believe it. I, 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 I remember it. you going up on stage, yeah. And I can't lie. You were looking like a young buck as you were. With the hair. You, yeah, with the hair. You had the burgundy hair, the passport hair. Obviously, the man don't know, like I said. And um, you went in on the Because of the hair, microwave. And... You just pulled out like a receipt, bruv. Like you know when you go shops, oh, and, you know when you go shops, and you, you know when you go shops now, yeah, and you buy like sixty five things, and the receipt just keeps coming up and keeps coming up, and your mum's looking at the receipt but like this, an A4, and, the, and, and the receipt keeps coming up, and the receipt, and and you were just scripting off this receipt thing, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this f doing, bruv? 
Like, man's really not a receipt. Bruv, but obviously, you, I understand. Bruv, I understand. The reason I understand then, is because you're bruv, nervous, bruv. You didn't think you were going to win. And the thing is, I'm generally a confident dude. I can talk to anyone. I don't have an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win a BAFTA. I'm there, like, there's adrenaline, but, serotonin, dopamine. I'm just going like... <laughs> but let, let, let me tell you something. Should I tell you, should I tell you I was pissed off? Yeah, go on. You see the cameraman? I don't know if it was your mum, your auntie, or someone. That I hugged? Yes. Yeah, that was, that must have been my mum. That was my mum. Your mum and who, mom. your mum and who else? Um, some some it, lady wearing a black dress. The the older lady. Yes. That's Anne. She was executive producer. Thank you, Anne. Yeah, executive producer of Hank Zipser. See, this is what I mean. I like the fact that the cameraman was shooting your Marge and, and bro. Can you and, honestly, bro? I was. I I remember. But I, I wanted uh, to see you. You're my you're my guy. No, but, but the thing is, because my my it, it goes to me, yeah, and I just go like, and I'm, I keep on swearing. I'm really sorry. I just go, oh my, yeah. I remember watching. I remember watching. And then my mum instantly just the waterworks come. We just hug, and I'm like, rah, what the? Honestly, it's 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 like a. And it's so funny as well, because it's like we, as humans, as human beings, we make up these little awards to go, well done, you've done something. And it's just a bit of metal at the end of the day. It don't really, like, it doesn't... No, 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 it, don't get it, me. No, 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 don't get me. If I <laughs> ever got a BAFTA award... I've it's just a bit of metal. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've never seen a BAFTA award. Remember this, yeah? I've never seen a BAFTA award. If I ever see a BAFTA award in my life, I promise you, I'll take every single one of you man them in the studio... And I'll take you to a holiday in Las Vegas. And if you're married, if you got, if you got, if you're married, if you're wives, you can do whatever you want with other people. You're gonna put your money on that. I'll put my money on it. If I ever win a BAFTA, yeah, I don't care. I'm tr. Oh, don't gas me! <laughs> don't gas me! Is that the real thing? Because I know BBC are broke. I know they they give man the protocol. Feel it and tell me if it's real or yeah, not. But you gotta pass that over, man. Yeah, is that the real? Is that the real thing? You gotta feel it. Is that? Oh, bumper claw. Make a thing up. Make a thing up. Make a thing up like, and the winner is, the biggest gallist is Josh Ravine. That would not be your category, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Say something. And like. the best mutton rolls is Josh's mum. Amma, in the BAFTA award, Ungul Gahadan. This is metal. Pinala powder what does the number mean? I've, I've, I don't know. It's the, the amount of, I don't know, BAFTAs in existence. Fam, this is heavy, you know. It's mad heavy, bruv. I wish, I, that's the thing. Bare people ask, is it made of gold? And I and I, I just say, if it was made of gold, I wouldn't have it anymore. Do you know how much like money that'd be worth in gold? That'd be. Bro, that, you'd I'd, sell one of these things. Well, because on the way here, my brother Keaton was saying, do you think one of these CBBC dons will sell this BAFTA award? No, so he's looking to buy. He's looking to buy. He's looking to buy. I've got a buyer. I've got a buyer. Who's going to who's gonna buy that? Who's going to buy that? And if, so, if wait, someone wait, offers wait, wait, me a grand, I'll be like, right. All right, my brother Keaton, no, how much no. would you buy this for? A tenner. You take a tenner for it. That's a Benz. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a Nando's meal. That's like 12 50. Today. And we got a deal! And our winner is Keaton! Hey. <laughs> What's the 40 pounds? He gets 40 pounds to do a clapperboard for today. Are you joking? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. He didn't know he was getting this 40 pounds. He came in and he was like, how do I use this thing? Oh my days. You see bro. this guy? All he knows is how to fix teeth. That's all he knows. He's a dentist. That's all hey, I know. Then, he, then he's more clever than me and you combined, mate. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Let me tell you. Let me tell you another thing. The reason I'm doing podcasts is because I have no education. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here right now because I need to show my personality. There you go. I I got no GCSEs. I got no A levels and a bachelor degree. I don't even know what that is. Wait, but you've got no GCSEs? No, you think we went to school together in our past? Did yeah, you not get your GCSEs, no, no, bro? No, no, no. Obviously, I have to say that, man. Okay, Chill out, man. Okay, okay, okay. But listen, this thing says British Academy Children's Award, 20th of November 2016. Nick James, Hank Zipser performer, British Academy of Film and. Oh, is that what BAFTA means? Yeah, bro. British Academy of Film and Television Arts. What do you think it meant? Baffles. <laughs> Bafty. Batman. I don't, uh, and I'm not even. I'm not even gonna go there. It yeah, just, yeah. it'll just be twisted and horrible. But give me, gonna... give, 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 give me another thing. Give me another thing. Say, 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 say this, yeah. Because I'm gonna cut this out. <clears throat> and the, and the biggest gear list is. Josh Ravid. Say, 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 say. And the award for biggest 
Gallus goes to Josh Ravine. I would like to thank uh, my mum, my dad, the mandem, and all the girls that participated in this. <laughs> but um, I, sh- I should have made I should have made my speech more succinct like that, and I just started waffling off about God knows what. That was perfect. Nah, that's crazy, man. But I think one more important thing that we need to touch upon is the dyslexic part. Mm. Now, you acted as Hank Zipser, who was, who was dyslexic, yes. technically, in school. He yes. got into a lot of trouble as a, as a, as a, as a student. Because he's a cheeky boy. Yeah, and he did that. And now, you're not dyslexic in real life. No. But how did... How, how, how do you act like a dyslexic child? Like... Well, the thing I is, mean, I mean, I don't want to discriminate and saying how do you act like a discriminator. Uh, that, that's the thing. You can't, all, you can't act like a dyslexic person. No, no, no. I know because we're all, we're all humans at the end of the day. We're all fragile. We're fragile people. Us humans are fragile people. Mm. But being put as a character who's dyslexic must be hard for someone who's who who, who don't know. Sh- to be to be totally honest, bro, I didn't I didn't find I don't think I, I don't think I found the the role of Hank particularly hard because. I think season season one was a learning curve. Yeah. You know, I've been on I've been on a couple of TV sets before. I knew the whole thing, but like, I was on TV sets before when I was a little pup. I wasn't the TV. I wasn't I wasn't going on TV sets when I was the complete center of attention and the main part of the show. That's a different. It's different gravy. It's different. It's a different thing. Um, it was hard to adapt to that, but to to adapt to playing a part with dyslexia, no, not at all. I mean, I I don't. I, I mean, I'd love to say, oh yeah, I really read up on it. Like, no, I, I mean, I think I probably googled it and just tr- tried to understand it. I had yeah, a few friends who were. They explained to me what it's like, but I think most of the, most of my um, understanding of it came from Henry Winkler, who um, wrote the wrote the books. And he was the guy who basically, and he plays Mr. Rock in it. So I'm basically playing a younger version of, well, I guess a modernized version of himself in school. Mm-hmm. And in school, everyone, when he was in school, all of his teachers um, and his Miss Adolf would say, you're never going to go anywhere in life. You're never going to do anything in life. Because and the whole of point, who you are. because of being dyslexic. Yeah. And his teacher, Mr. Rock, you know, in his life would say, you, you're going to be able to do it. And, bruv, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, bruv, you know, ask ask anyone, anyone in, like, like you know, my parents' generation, who the Fonz is, and they'll just go, eh, like, they, he was the dog's bollocks. He honestly was the dog's bollocks. Everyone wanted to be him. Everyone knew who he was, and he managed to overcome it. And that's the powerful thing about Hank Zipser. And if I can take any positive thing from that experience, is that if I've helped any child feel worthy at all, then... Then, then that makes me feel good. No, no, no. Big up for that, No, no, no. Honestly, that's big up. Because I think what's very important is, in my culture, in my community, as being a fellow Tamil, if I went home or I assumed to my father or my mother that I was dyslexic, they would come across the fact that you don't study hard enough. Or, In it, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's the narrative. There's always an excuse for it. There's always yeah. an excuse for dyslexia. Or is that oh, but you do this, but no, no, that's just how we are wired. You know, yeah. my brain is a little bit messed up and a little bit topsy turvy. That's how I'm wired. You know, everyone has their own little kinks and their own little kind of like tweaks in the circuit board of their brain and their psyche. But We're just different. Yeah, but I think this is this is for the kids out there who are watching this, who who may be dyslexic it's okay you know we're we're all humans at the end of the day we're all fragile people and i think what's very important is a message that i spread obviously via you who who a acted as one but who had to understand the process of being a dyslexic child that it's you know it's fine do you know what i mean and a lot of parents that I've whatever it, and whatever it is and and don't let it be don't let it be dyslexia don't let it be anything don't don't let anyone tell you that you can do you can't do anything. I know it's really cliche and it's like just like live your dreams, but it's f- truth. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do exactly what you want to do, especially in this world that we live in, when every door is so open to to different possibilities. Just do it. Just do it. Don't get me wrong. I've been lucky. Been very lucky. You know, 
I've been very lucky and I'm, I'm a very privileged boy and I've had doors open for me and, and that's 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 lucky. But things, anything is possible, but you've got to try. But I don't know. I felt right. I've just felt right into it like a numpty and I managed to get quite lucky. And I no, made no, no, no. I don't think it's luck. But I think I think God's got a path for everyone. Obviously, that's what I believe. I think God's got a path for everyone. And well, stay on a good path and not a bad path. Exactly. That's the, that's yeah, the main yeah. Thing. Yeah, no, that's the main thing. And I think this Does is... God have multiple paths though? For everyone or only one that's the thing unfortunately i don't have god on speed dial but if you want to chat to him then i'll pray to him in it there you go let's but see that's, that's the thing but i think to wrap it up for the show today i think it's very important that we accept people for being who they are whether you're dyslexic or whether you have um any other any other things that don't make you seem normal because you know, we're, we're all humans at the end of the day. Like I said, no one's, we're not all the same. God didn't just control, you know, just copy and paste every single one of us four times or six times or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, the only the only similarity that humans have with each other is that we eat, sleep and and have that's literally the only the only thing that we have similar with each other. Oh. It don't matter. It don't matter whether you're whether you're dyslexic. It don't matter if you're gay. It don't matter if you're anything. Don't let anyone tell you that what you want to do is wrong, unless you're, of course, nasty things. Yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Course, obviously, things that are unethical. I'm not about that. Yeah. But don't let anyone don't let, don't let anyone crush your dreams and tell you you can't do anything. I was lucky enough to have my parents support me, and they supported me for everything. And sometimes when I'd be moving mad, I'd be like, oh, mum, I want to like drop out of school. I want to do an apprenticeship at Superdrug. Because I just went, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking, that's serious. I did, because I hated school. I hated it. I was good at it, but I hated it. And they were like, no, keep on going, Nick. Sometimes listen to your parents because they're older than you and we're teenagers and we're mm. stupid back then, you know, and we didn't know what exactly what we were doing. But also, you know, if you are from someone like your background, Tamil Sri Lankan, and you're being told all the time, no, you need to be a doctor, you need to be a lawyer, you need to be all of these good jobs with good income, that. Yeah. Be happy. Because one thing that I've realised from all of this and all of my troubles in my brain is that the only thing that I'm focused on having in life is happiness. Happiness, man. So, And I think because you said yeah. that, one of the happiest moments I've spent with you, do you know what? I've got another gift for you. Oh, f*** me, bruv. Now, this what? one's a serious gift. No, 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 no. The reason why this is a serious gift is because you mean a lot to me, you know, and I don't actually tell you this in person, but you mean a lot to me because you've supported me from the minute I met you. You've always opened me with warm arms. Whoever you were, whether you were Hank Zips or whether you are Nick James, whether we knew each other from back in the day or whether we're here right now doing our first ever podcast. First ever JR2 show. <laughs> yeah, he's mocking it still. He's mocking it still. I'm not mocking it, bro. I'm picking yeah. it up. Blow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this is something... I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but um, this is something that means a lot to me. Now, this is something that... This is actually the serious gift. The earlier gift was something else, but... I think the children out there need to understand that we've got someone in here who's who's done what you may have wanted to do or you want to do, but has actually been pushed to do it. It's okay not to be the doctor, the lawyer, the, you know, the whatever the stereotypical movement is. And I think it's okay to do the things that you actually enjoy because at the end of the day, your happiness is everything. And that's what you die with. You don't die going to hell or heaven with your credit card. Do you know what I mean? You don't exactly die with that. your your status, your 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 bank details, your account. And I think you're speaking f truth there, bro. I wish I could elaborate, honestly. I know, and and I think that's something very important. And this is something that I've got for you. This is very important, and I want you to keep this for your rest of your life. And just to wrap up the show, this is it. So I want to do one of them things where. Noom. Three. Is that gonna go? There we go. I want you to open up that and show. Is this. it a picture frame, bro? I don't know. I want you to show the camera. I feel like I it's you. Christmas because this is what I, this is this is what you've meant to me. This is what you've Christmas, actually meant to me. Christmas and my birthday have already you've been. Actually meant to me. You 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 wrapped it pretty tight, bro. I know, I know, I know, I know. Tighter yeah. the better, innit? Oh. <laughs> my brother Keith oh, is laughing. Bro, over I just there. got that. <laughs> my brother Keith is laughing over there. He knows, You're bro. a dirty bugger, he and I'm knows. gonna Keith and I buy the Kirk England day. We're a club pretty pretty here we go, here we go. Oh, bro, what is this going to be? Ah! <laughs> no. 
No way, man. No, man, I had to, man, because you mean so much to me. That was uh, so. So this is this is this is so four four years ago. I don't know what I think. It's, so it's probably like four and a half years ago. Yeah. Or for in a couple of months. 20, 20, 2015, June twenty first. Yeah, so it was it was Christmas time. Am I wrong? No, June twenty first. Was it June? Yeah, it was June. Yeah, oh, I thought it was Christmas time. No, no, no. Don't, uh, to don't. be fair, to be fair, I'm looking tanned. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking not pasty. Yeah, my bad. Um, but four years ago, um, he said Nick bro, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm with Bear, my family, and they're all big fans. Please, can you Facetime me? Um, and say and say Wagwan. And I was like, yeah, of course. So all. And, and I did. And I guess you haven't forgot it. And that's better. Sweet, man. Nah, Thank man. you. Nah, that's man. Really Show nice. camera to you what a photo looks like because you had the burgundy hair like the passport. It's disgraceful. You, you like the passport. Look at me. Now I'm a shiny. I don't even know what. <laughs> My hair is looking mad. Yeah, I know. But you're looking buzzed, but it's gone. <laughs> you, got, you got a gal. We don't. So it's the reason. It is what it is. But like I said, series one, episode one, Man in the Studio. And I want you to tell camera two to to like, subscribe, and comment because they need to do that. Uh, like, uh, also follow me. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, comment. Um, tell me if I'm a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Don't tell me, like, tell me, tell me if if this guy is a dead or not. And I don't know. Tag people that you want to be in the show. That's yeah. probably a good yeah, thing to do yeah. as well. I, I, I... Um, Danny Harmer. Yeah! Get on the show. Josh wants to meet you. Yes. Maybe I'll be there and meet you as well one day. No, two two, two, two CBC people can finally meet each other. I don't know. You did your thing with uh, Dance on Ice or whatever it was, yeah. Strictly. I don't know what the f it was. It well done. Um, anyway. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to my stupid voice and listening to this entertaining guy. <laughs> Thank you very much for Series 1, Episode 1. Nick James, a.k.a. Hank Zipser. JR2, over and out. Hey. <laughs> well,